World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. Around how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. Hello and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. This is show 22, can you believe it? And it's Sunday the 18th of April 2021. I'm your host Demeter North, but you can call me Demi, and I'm joined by the man with the best voice in podcasting. It's Bricko. Hey buddy, how's your week been? Oh, hi, Demi. It's good to see you guys. It's good to be on. Uh, it's been a long week. Uh, we're back to work, cranking up, worked some long hours this week, so I didn't have as much fun in WoW as I'd like to, but I did get the Paladin to 44. So Nice! That's a plus. 16 so. levels to go. Yep. Yep, now the grind really begins, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think those last levels, especially, well, yeah, for, like, retail, it just goes in the blink of an eye, but in Classic, it is <laughs> so long. Yeah, from 50 to 60 is really bad. <laughs> you have my full respect. You have my full respect. <laughs> this week, no, TBC beta. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. <laughs> but first of all, I'd like to introduce our guest, because this week we are joined by the man who describes himself as stubbornly shaman and is fervently whored, despite rumours to the contrary. <laughs> it's the one and only true villain, Manny. Hi, Manny. How are you? Hi, Manny. I'm doing fantastic. Um, well, you know what? I'm doing okay. And I think that a lot of times people will just like, you know, roll off that question and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fantastic and that sort of stuff. Like, but yeah, it, it's it's been a week. It has been a week. There's a lot of uh, changes going through. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk about that as we, we uh, continue on. But uh yeah, I, I've had better week. Oh well, let's hope we can lighten your load a little throughout this next sort of hour or so, and fin finish the week on a high. That would be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? So uh, I, I've had a bit of an up and down week. Um, between our last show and this show, I uh, I did play some TBC beta, and I got hosted by Talias and Anevatel, which was completely bonkers and very just made me feel very very honored um then i've kind of taken a bit of time off retail this week because uh i didn't raid on thursday which is the first time i've missed a raid i think since my house was since my bathroom work was being done so january probably um and that was because i had a bit of uh, an anxiety spike and i just thought i just need to step away from everything um but I had a really, really lovely stream yesterday and my community really helped. So the anxiety has now kind of passed and I'm really, really happy. And I'm looking forward to getting back to some retail uh, with some of the awesome Sticky Bandits. Uh, I believe we have locked out on three for 10 in Heroic. So we'll be going back in and making some progress. Um, where did we get up to? We must be on Zymox, which will be uh, really good. Um, to get some of that progress going. Oh, for those of you watching on stream, Bricko's just flipped his camera around. <laughs> Sorry, trying to be quiet. <laughs> Shall we get to the business of the day then, gentlemen? Let's do it. Greetings, sir and or ma'am. 
So, Bricko, would you like the standard questions or the guest-specific questions, which I nailed again? Yes, you did. I'll do the standards. Last time, <laughs> you I think go we for the standards. Now. Yeah. Sure. So, again, it's really nice to have you, Manny. It's it's like in person. This is kind of a geek moment for me. It's pretty awesome listening to all your stuff. So, I got to <laughs> ask you though, what team are you? Blue team, red team, or purple? So the uh, the answer everybody knows is red but of course there's been controversy around this uh <laughs> i mean in in my heart of hearts i i guess the answer is purple but uh there, there there's a lot of red in there there's a lot of red in there <laughs> um i've I, i've jumped between the two uh, I always play with my friends, so if, if like I can convince my friends to join Team Red, then yes, Team Red. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> How did you start playing this wonderful game, and what got you hooked? Oh, man. Okay. It was way, way back in, I think, 2003. I was working with my friend, um, and he, he worked. So he like lived right beside work and so like lunch or after work or whatever would head back to his place and he was playing this game that was in beta and it was uh world of warcraft and i was like oh yeah looking at that and i'm like oh yeah okay that, that looks kind of cool and he and he kept playing and he was like oh you should you should play it why don't you create a character and uh, i looked at it and i'm so like that's kind of like everquest isn't it and he's like yeah and i'm just like uh, hell no, I'm not going to play that. It's going to sink <laughs> so much of my time. Like, no, I'm not doing it. But eventually I caved and I was like, yeah, you know what? This is fun because I had played like Warcraft 3 with uh, with this guy. He's part of like the triad of, uh, of best friends that I have. Um, and so, yeah, I, I got into it playing on his account. Yeah, I was sharing the account. Shouldn't do that. Don't do what I, say, I think that's I how a lot of people start, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then the game came out, and I was like, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up this game. And even though I feared that it would be a massive time sink and take up so much of my life, I did it anyways, and I was proven right. And here we are, 16 years, 17 years later, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I run a, I do a podcast about it. I play a lot of it. I've, I've lost my life. I should have, I should have heeded my own warning. We all have that girlfriend or boyfriend called Wow, don't we? <laughs> Ooh, well, yeah. <laughs> a, a little addendum to this question is that I managed to get myself out in BC because I wasn't a big fan of the Burning Crusade and what they did with <gasps> Shaman. Um, oh, sure. I, yeah, I. Nope, don't like tone twisting, don't like being a buff bot, uh, didn't like that, like, the contribution that I gave was to raise everybody else's numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and uh, also, like, at that point, I was um, finishing my degree and needed to concentrate, so I, I stepped away. And then Wrath of the Lich King was coming out, I was finishing school. I wasn't really meaning to come back, but I like went to like my friend's house party and I met this girl and she was talking all about World of Warcraft. And so I'm like, you know, I want to talk her up and I start talking a little bit about, yeah, I know how to play and all of that. And so, yeah, I, I came back to WoW for a girl. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. 
This is amazing. I mean, it, who can say that? Like, yeah, I played Will to Work after Impress a Girl. Look at my DPS. Yeah, right. Check out these numbers. <laughs> um it was uh, like it was a lot of fun i still enjoy this game long after uh her and i went our separate ways it's a it's a strange story because like uh found out that she was in a relationship um still still was like playing like a bunch of us uh they broke up uh we got together, we broke up, it became this, uh, and then, like, I stayed friends with the ex, kind of his League of Evil ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, he, like, he and I were, like, tag team partners, inseparable in Pandaria, ruling the uh, auction house <laughs> on our server. Nice. <laughs> we, we, we called it uh, bonding over a common mistake, uh, but, no, no, she's... Perfect. She's a wonderful, wonderful uh, person. We're actually all uh, friends now. So, like, it all worked out in the end. And I got World That's of Warcraft awesome. out of the deal. So, yes. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> so, assuming you're not going to pick somewhere in, in the Burning Crusade expansion, where would be your favorite place in the game? Oh, oh. There's an irony there. It's actually in the Burning yeah. Crusade. I was... <laughs> really love the OG Draenor. I think it is, like... A wonderful area and even though they like did a new realization of it in uh warlords i just think that there is something so fantastical about the floating islands and the stark contrast where the rest of Draenor is like this wasteland and pretty barren and destroyed like it like this is almost the eye of the storm um like untouched and serene where everything around it is being thrown up into uh disarray so yeah i really i really do like Draenor as my my favorite zone all right so that would be you're talking about nagrand right yeah nagrand yeah yep yep, yep sorry. yeah that's awesome i love it there too all those ghosts of uh the the orc ancestors and such it's pretty cool mm -hmm. so what is your most liked activity your pvp quest dungeons raids i mean I, i'm pretty sure we all know you're a raider but what's your favorite thing to do in the in the game or your most liked activity I love rating. It is like such a great thing. Um, my idealized rating is a, I guess, 20 man. I don't know. I think idealized rating, I would love if I could take a 10 man team into mythic rating. I love just that close, small knit team that like takes on the hardest difficulty um, and works together to bring that down. That can also be done with a mythic plus team. It's a smaller group but like a mythic plus team that is pushing through and and gets through that i just i love those uh, those challenging contents that actually have an end so maybe i like challenge i said this before i i like challenge modes more than mythic plus just because <laughs> there's a de defined end you get all the prizes you can say that like you've done this and uh and there's nothing further so yeah i would say mythic rating for me is like the be all end all Right, so as an aside here, did you guys were you guys pretty um, into the uh, challenge mode and mists when it started? Yeah, uh, so challenge modes uh, was like such a big thing for me. Mist was a, a very tumultuous time, I would say, because I went through like three different guilds in mist, and I 
got the moniker the destroyer of guilds that oh, stuck no. with me for a couple of years uh, i mean like i okay i didn't do it the guildmaster did it but then pinned it on me and it was it was like pretty funny because it be, it was done as an ironic thing where um the guild blew up while i was on vacation and away it all got pinned on me. I came back and I had a bunch of people being like, are you going to start the new guild? I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> I went on holiday and you all fell apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was not the guild leader. I was, I was, uh, I think at that point I was an officer. It was, it was a pretty open one-sided war where the <laughs> guild master really, and like, he, uh, the guildmaster and his entourage of one really, really were taking <laughs> issue with me. Um, decided to do a bunch of things which were more like cutting off their nose to spite their face, and then like it, it could, it can work to control a, a, a narrative when the person's there, but like when the person's not there and you're carrying on like that, a lot of people just sort of saw through it. That caused a big explosion, and then yeah, I, I came back. I was out of out of the guild, and then when I thought like, oh, I'd just been kicked. No, the guild had been like utterly disbanded, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, um, a bunch of the officers and myself picked up the uh, pieces and started our, started our own guild, and I kept with that guild through till um, most of the way through Warlords, where uh, I got the itch to push harder content and uh jumped back into that and i've been leveling at a heroic level since then um yeah yeah like again mr pandaria was a, a strange time because i went from a guild that was pushing um top 500 trying to be best on the server trying to be like um first week clears we were raiding i want to say it was four scheduled uh raid nights um oh, that's pretty that's pretty hardcore stuff yeah <laughs> and uh that was uh, that was it was a great time but then like that guild had its issue it fell apart i uh, i stepped away from it i didn't quite join a guild originally i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take it easy i became an lfr hero um that was <laughs> like a lot of fun because like if you if you've ever seen like a mythically geared guy walking into <laughs> an LFR and it's just sort of like, oh, he's topping the healing meters and he's hop topping the DPS meters and he's enhancement. What? Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was just like, oh, OK, I get to feel like a big fish in a small pond. Uh, <laughs> and I went, yeah, I went from there and uh, and. Eventually, I ended up in AIE when uh, Joss and Garrett were uh, starting uh, starting up their guild and recruiting through their show, a uh, little show you might know called For Azeroth. Uh, and history went from there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So do you have a, a Dark Portal story, like something that just blew you away the first time you saw it? It doesn't have to be the Dark Portal, but, you know, the Wrathgate, something like that. Is there something that... Like, changed you and like whoa moment there there are several moments like that the most recent my goodness moment 
was um, when the when the team uh, had defeated Tomb of Sargeras, and you get out there, and Argus is in the sky, and I just was like dumbfounded. I was just like, oh my goodness, the entire sky has changed. <laughs> and it was just out there. And like, this was a big moment. I thought that was like such a cool moment in uh, Legion. But the first time I've ever experienced any of that would actually be really early in my WoW career. I was uh, playing like in in the uh, the beta and I had like fought my way through the barons, thought I was doing pretty good. Uh, it was a complete new, everybody was new at that point, really. Um, and I, I like <laughs> came across like this little like ramparts and I like, okay, I went past the ramparts and there in front of me is like Astronar Force spreading out. And like, it was just so beautiful, like just so beautiful. I, I, I had spent days like running through the barrens, seeing like the sunrise over the plains and that, and then just seeing this utterly different um, area. And and like as a uh, little torn uh, shaman at that point, like the areas had been like relatively same kind of biome, but that was such a stark difference. And I like it blew my mind and the music going and everything. It's like. Wow. Okay, and that's when I got hooked on WoW. That was definitely the moment. <laughs> sure, that is neat when you change zones and oh man, what that's what I, did what it for game. me. Yeah, going from Elwyn into Westfall, which is sort of the opposite of going from you know I went from forest <laughs> into desert almost. You know, but yeah, those changes are just they're one of the best things about WoW. They really are. Yeah, it's they they're pretty talented folks that built this game for us, huh? Mm -hmm. They are but a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what has been your best experience in uh, in the WoW community, Manny? That's a tough one. Yeah, there's been so many great experiences. Which I is think great to my hear. <laughs> yeah, I think my best large scale experience um, would have to be uh, I was just I had put together uh, a lore. Uh, coming together a bunch of lore shows and it's first it's first time i i had like actually uh tried to do a uh solo uh, not even a solo project a project that i was helming and so i was talking to various people from uh various podcasts i wasn't sure any of them would even like listen to me let alone like re respond to me um and they did and so i got like Ali from Dungeon Fables, who like I look up to a lot. I have mm. uh, Jin from More Gray. Uh, mm. It's like a dynamo. Like just like it just has a way around the, the just commands the floor. Um, Jared and Shoe Boots from uh, Setback and Azeroth Public Radio. Right. And we put this together and we made the Council of Bears fall. And there's a lot of things in, in there. One, it's like five different people. So like, oh, my goodness, how are we going to get a word in edgewise? And <laughs> all these different personalities. We had one person moderate. 
and we went and did this and we've done like three of them uh, we try and to get together every uh every so often to talk about like what's happening in wow and where it could be going and all of that and it it just worked it was fantastic and i loved i loved doing doing it and then it was like okay let's put this out there and see how like the greater community actually likes it and immediately your people are like when are you gonna do the next one when are you gonna do the next one it's like oh. <laughs> yep, i'm one of them yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> love that love that stuff you guys do a wonderful job yeah so that was that was a late a, an absolute elation for me i loved it um and i'm so glad that i got to uh, work with these guys and people want us to work together again and i've managed to do uh different things with all of these guys in fact um it, lately they've been on for azeroth as uh as like a guest host there so that was the big thing the small moment that i still remember to this day is again in mr pandaria and at the end of mr pandaria um i finally got to do the turtle festival which was this small little um event that would happen once a week down in the uh, Karasang Wilds. Um, I got down there, and two of my guildies were also down there just randomly. And we got to see this moment. It was like, I think, quintessential Pandaria. Right at the end of the expansion, everybody knew Warlords was coming out soon. All of this stuff had been happening with like the guild stuff that I had just talked about and all of that. And it was just this kind of zenful little moment. And it was such a great way to cap the expansion. And that that little moment will stick with me always. Awesome. I've never done that. I still have not done I've planned to, and then I forget. It's always on a random Sunday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd been trying all the expansion. I just managed to get it, get this done. And it was, I remember we all like picked different uh, uh, colored of the stone drakes. And we were riding oh. on those. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. So this one has to come after that last question. What's been your worst experience and how did you overcome it? And then do you have any advice for someone in a similar position? Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, I've had many bad experiences. I don't have one that stands out as the worst. Um, but I think that with any of these experiences you sort of have to remember the good so i guess um one of them would have been where i was in this guild back in um wrath of the lich king and i was part of there was two 10-man teams and then there was the 25-man teams because it was 10 and 25 and i was part of the uh b team that they had put together um from the people that the a team didn't want i was a new raider didn't really know much of anything and i was like the lowest performing dps on that and so i I didn't uh, I didn't feel good being quote unquote uh carried um and my play experience being so bad so I had to like try and figure out like what in the world I was doing and 
I had some people who were like, oh, why are you bringing him along? We should bench him. Not on my 10-man team, but when we got to the 25-man team, my 10-man team was incredibly supportive. Um, and I still remember uh, the people that helped me uh, and helped me put things together. Like, obviously, I was looking at some guides. I had to go look at gemming and all of the, that sort of stuff. Um, but there are, for like... For all the random bad people in the game, there are random good people. There are good people that you should uh, gather around. And that's really what that moment was. So like Silver Rock and Silver Fang, I remember in my uh, 10-man that were uh, helping me out. Silver Rock was another shaman. Um, Cage Beast was an enhancement shaman that was part of like the A-team, but still uh, helped me out. And then I remember sitting down just one weekend. One weekend being like, okay, let me go look up the guide. Let me go check all of my itemization, all of this and that. And like putting uh, putting in the time to be like, I'm not a bad player. I'm not a bad player. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong and figuring out what I was doing wrong. And uh, yeah, I was gemming wrong. I was uh, going for the wrong stats. I like didn't know my rotation. There was a laundry list of like, oh my goodness, <laughs> all of this stuff I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't fix it all at once. This wasn't like, uh, and after that day, I was the top of the meters. No, <laughs> that's just, that, that doesn't uh, If only it worked like that, hey? <laughs> yeah. right. But uh, after that day, my gems were right. And then after a couple of weeks, I, uh, I like got better gear. And during that time, I worked on my rotation. And then like once I had like better gear and that, like the proc started happening and all of that. And... Before the end of that tier, I was competing to be one of the best DPS, uh, which is in itself a fast transition, right? And then, like, the jokes became like, oh, are you letting somebody else play for you? <laughs> right? But, uh, <laughs> of course. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but I took it as a compliment. It's like, yeah, they don't even believe it's the same guy playing. <laughs> um, and I pushed through. So, like, I think that's that's generally it. Change happens in World of Warcraft in real life. Uh, it never happens in the rate that you would want it to happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't happen when you want it to happen. But change <laughs> happens, and you you adapt. And that's I think that's the big thing. That's cool. Yeah, adapt. I like that. It's a fluid game, man. It's always changing. Yeah, gotta stay with it. Right now, uh, Enhancement Shamans are the third lowest parsing spec in Nathria with uh, Arms Warriors and Subtlety Rogues uh, being just below us. And so it's just like, oh man, like I, I will get a parse that's like, let's say I get an 85% parse and then a Warlock will get an 85% parse and you'll just see the difference in damage. And I'll just have to be like, I we're, we're playing at the same level. I just uh, there, but like being in the top five when we've got all these shadow priests and warlocks is great. There are some awesome stories of frost, uh, dual wielding frost DKs, which are like the worst of the DKs, still like <laughs> tearing it apart on like Nathria, <laughs> or um, we have a hunter. Who is Maldraxxus playing the like playing the worst covenant, playing the worst spec, and still will like 
kill it on me meter sometimes. So like do what you do what you want. You can make anything work, like especially it. when we're we're just playing at a heroic level. We can make it work. Sure, sure. <laughs> Where did you find your WoW community? Um I looked for it and I kept on looking for it and I still continue to look for it. Uh I of course am now in a really nice spot where I am the host of For Azeroth. Uh but it's not like I started that show. I started listening to that show when uh, Garrett and Joss um, began that show way, way back how many years ago. And I, I enjoyed what they did on um, The Angry Chicken. I followed them through on like Embrace the Spoilers. This uh, For Azeroth had come out of that. Um, and then For Azeroth like missed an episode and I was like, oh, okay. And then it became inconsistent and that's never a good sign. And then it went on hiatus. And I was I was so upset. I was like, no, 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 no. I really love this show. You gotta you gotta keep this show going. Um, and I pestered Jocelyn. I pestered uh, Garrett. And uh then when we were on alt nights, I was just like, oh, I know what I'll do. Joss is playing her holy paladin. Uh so I made a demon hunter and I named it Faz. So that <laughs> Joss would have to keep Faz alive. Nice. <laughs> And yeah, and then uh, eventually Joss <laughs> came to me. Day. Yeah, <laughs> then Joss came to me, and she just she is like, you know what, you you, you know, you gotta put up, shut up. You gotta put your your money where your mouth is. Uh, you know a good amount about WoW. Like, why don't why don't you do this show with me? And I was like, oh my goodness, I've never done podcasting. I, I like that's it's not something I had even thought of doing. Um give me some time because <laughs> like my setup was my setup was uh not conducive for podcasting and the first couple of episodes i am literally running off of a headset uh <laughs> yeah we've been there <laughs> <laughs> this headset they got right the here. Too, right? yeah yeah yep. <laughs> so uh yeah i've been running off of a headset and everything but it worked it, it, strangely uh guys you can do a podcast off a headset and it can sound good. You can do um, a lot of things with free stuff and get a good podcast out. It doesn't need to be perfect. And we did that. And guys, go back. Go back to episode 35 where it should be named Dare in Headlights. Because... <laughs> <laughs> And it's oh man, like I, I, people were talking, and it'd be like, it would be like if you were asking me a question, Rico, and you're like, oh yeah, so what's your favorite moment? And wow, and I'd just be like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. stammer, stammer, oh boy, stammer. oh boy, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I played, I played a little bit in Mr. Pandaria, and that was <laughs> but you, you go out and drone, and like honestly, guys, people are, if they're listening to your show. They want to hear you. Stop being afraid of making your voice heard. Um, Solid and advice. Yeah, just get out there. You don't have to have like the best quality or anything. Just talk. People are going to be listening. If your answers are good, if your personality is great, that's what people want to hear. You can work on the audio quality later. So, yeah, yeah that that's how I got into the fast community. Beyond that. 
I'm still jumping around how many different communities. I, like all of the people in um, in uh, Brewfest that I talked about, I was listening to their shows and all of that. I remember the first time I actually spoke up in the like merely a setback live recording and Shoe Boots was like, Oh, hey, Manny, I recognize you from Ferazeroth. Like, oh, I'm glad that show's back. And of course, I wasn't on camera, but like my entire reaction was just like. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody recognizes me? What? Yeah. Shoe Boots recognizes me? Yeah. So I was floored. I was floored. Um, And they're like. Yeah, just find your community. Just go through and check all of these things and uh, that. You're going to find, like, it's such a big world. You're going to find people who share your sentiments in it and just support those people, talk with those people. And that's what makes the game so much better. Because if you don't have the community, then, yeah, like, these, these kind of, um droughts that we're going through ahead of 9.1 they will kill your love of the game right um but if you have other people who are at least commiserating with you or talking (laughs) yeah talking on nine about 9.1 and what's coming up or like getting in a big mount challenge or like yes (laughs) right that that'll keep you going you can't take your foot off the pedal then can you no, no, and there's no. so there's so much to do in this game. Whether you're retail side or classic side, it, it there's always stuff to do. I just it's one of the things that keeps me hooked. Yeah, yeah. And there was there was this team called the um, I think it was like the Wayback Playback, uh, and their entire thing was that they would like level up their uh, level up their alts, and they would like level up their alts to level sixty and no further, and then they would go through all the classic raids at level. And then they would level it up to 70 and they would go through all those raids at level, but they would only raid like uh, once a little bit. And that was really cool. It's kind of like, um, again, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out dungeon fables, right? Imagine if you would, you were, I'm going to level up a character. And then like every week, every other week, when Ali is talking about a dungeon, I'm going to run through with like my five man team that are all at that level and re-experience that. That would be an amazing thing to do. And like people have done that. And I think that's that's how like it keeps your love of the game going, right? Community is all that this game uh has at moments. Obviously, the team does a great time, but you gotta fill it in with like your own love. Sure, sure. So then we kind of alluded to it, but what does community in WoW mean to you? Uh yeah. Um community is the lifeblood. Like my love of everything or my like worst moments they're both they're all about guild and community right that's that was literally it it was um the people that i've met the quote-unquote rivalries that i've had the like uh people that i've uh, that i've helped and and uh mentored through even when i wasn't um podcasting I, I've I've done like some workshops with with people to like help them and be like yeah no like I've like everybody everybody in this game was new at some time there is no such thing as like the like manifest destiny raider who like appeared at level seventy <laughs> <laughs> I right. summon you 
Yeah. Right. A, a bunch of us put like a uh, summoning portal and then like materialize out of like whole cloth this raider who will tank for us no it doesn't work like that damn <laughs> hard work yeah a lot of hard yeah. work and time so i i love ta- i love working with people to help them get the get their game up i love uh working with people who to find like what their game is if they are like somebody who loves like being an LFR hero or if there's somebody who loves uh, loves going through dungeons or if they are just like the pet battler extraordinaire like uh, there are people who like have so many pets and like oh I'm missing this I'm missing this I'm like well you know what I've done how many of these old dungeons searching for mounts and sometimes I get these pets and I don't care about the pets why don't you why don't you make an alt on this server and let me hand you these things and they're like oh that's awesome thank you <laughs> I, I don't you normally yeah. say that publicly because like i don't want people just being like hey yeah <laughs> hey money no. your money have you got this yeah. one have you got this one <laughs> don't don't contact me about that i don't i don't particularly <laughs> care about pets i might or might not may not have them but if i don't know you i'm not handing you no. <laughs> <laughs> um and helping each other out like that's that's what community is helping each other out being people that we talk to like again i came to this uh, to this game because of a, a relationship i was chasing i've stayed in this game because of the relationships i've developed here and that's what community means to me well said very well said so who do you this one's really tough a lot of people <laughs> they're gonna roll their eyes but who do you admire in the wow community and why oh that one's easy i already said one well so we're, we're gonna <laughs> Once again, say uh, Alejandro's uh, Dungeon Fables. Um, we're going to definitely mention all the people that I have uh, worked with. Big one for Joss, who got me into this. She has been a mentor, and I am so glad that I have had the opportunity to work with her. Um, like, like one hundred and ten percent. I got to stand on the shoulders of giants. She has um, brought me into this, coached me, uh, coached me through this, brought me into an established audience and had them accept me. Um, that has been like such a blessing and I would not be here without her. Um, that doesn't it kind of speak to your chemistry though, too? Like when you, when you got on that show, I noticed it right away. You two just had great chemistry. Boom. Like right off the gate. So that is not entirely accidental. Joss and I uh, have known each other since like high school before she got into streaming. Um, I just forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I like, you know, I like, again, I loved what they were doing over at TAC. I, I was listening to the instance, right? And of course I'm not, uh, I didn't, think i need to do a podcast they do the instance so i don't have to so i wasn't thinking about doing a podcast um followed uh dills when he was starting up his uh tack uh, with uh garrett and joss love the chemistry um and all of that garrett and uh, garrett and joss uh were like prolific on twitter and all of that and i was like I was, this was like one of the first podcasts that I was like really into uh, at the ground floor. So like I was messaging on all of that and, and Joss was just sort of like messaging back and that. And then like one of the days, one of my friends who like literally was the one who got me onto Twitter. Cause I'm very slow at adopting uh, social media. 
But uh, one of my friends who got me onto Twitter was like messaging me and uh, Joss uh, had been like, oh, you know, John, wait a second. Are you that Manny? And I'm like, uh, wait, that Manny, which what are you talking about? She's like, you're <laughs> that Manny. You are the worst. You are, you ignored the crap out of me back when we were working together. Uh, yeah, like I, I've said this a bunch of times, guys. I was a pretentious jerk. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and and like oh we're all different people joss was what i called like a woo girl back then like you know they roll like four uh, four deep uh, come down the sidewalk woo coming out of the bar and i was i had no time for that i had no time for that oh <laughs> <Anyway>. my gosh <laughs> so joss remembered me I felt bad because i didn't remember <laughs> we reconnected became friends i like and uh, then later on, they they created like Faz, and I was still part of that community. And like we've been like friends ever since. Um, good, great friends. And then yeah, that chemistry um, came it became apparent as soon as I got over my stage fright. So uh, yeah, very cool. And good stories. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I think we broke Demi. No, no, I'm all right. I was just, I was just getting the title for the show. So oh, the, the, oh the no. title, the, I know what the title for the show is now. It's fine. I just had to write it down before I forgot. <laughs> Wonderful. But should we go into some guest-specific questions? Should nailing it. You're nailing it. I am. It's like it's only taken me twenty shows, but I can now say specific <laughs> without getting it wrong. Oh dear. Anywho, so Manny, you've touched on this a moment ago, saying that, uh, you know, you have a very in-depth uh, lot of WoW knowledge. How do you maintain that? Uh, so just a lot of reading, a lot of um, watching and listening to the rest of the community. Like, I don't come up with this stuff out of the blue. I am not a uh, theory crafter. Like uh, a little while ago, reached out to the, to one of the theory crafter communities and was like, "Oh yeah, like uh, can you teach me a little bit about this so that I can do that because of this?" And like they they turned around and were like, "Who are you? What?" <laughs> right? And so like there's still like big holes in my knowledge and all of that. And all I do is just read and listen and absorb new things i'm still always constantly learning um yeah just this week in the four off discord somebody was talking about just like an entire uh, client string section that i didn't know about and i was like okay like what's that about like tell me a little bit about it and so they gave me a quick lowdown and i was like okay that's interesting and i went and i i read up about that and that's it again this game is constantly uh, changing so even if i know everything about armor pen <laughs> that's not relevant anymore uh, <laughs> and i have to learn new stuff there there's still big holes if people were to talk to me about like oh what's the optimal shadow priest rotation i'd be like put my hands up <laughs> <laughs> i have a shadow press i press button when it lights up yep. <laughs> that's kind of how i play my shadow priest too <laughs> but I, I'm always interested in stuff. I'm always trying to like learn more, more things. And uh, I, I think that's a big thing. We have had episodes where people have been talked to, uh, where we'll touch on something 
where it's just a big hole where I don't have knowledge about. And I'm not afraid to be like, yeah, I really don't know about that. Um, a lot of people are are worried that as soon as you get in front of the mic, as soon as you are uh, quote unquote podcasting, you need to know everything. That is an absolute lie. Do not do that. Sometimes the holes in your knowledge are as as beneficial to the show as like what you do know. That means that, hey, you know which uh, which subjects you want to like pull in a guest for. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Like, yeah, I am like, I, I don't know anything about uh, Death Knight rotation. Let me let me go uh, talk to my friend Dem here and uh, maybe she'll tell me a little bit about like as long why as I should be uh, unholy. <laughs> Yeah. Why yeah. I should be on Holy and why just I should tell, never talk about Frost. Yeah. I'll talk to you about uh, Unholy. You can go to uh, Mr. Jared LPG for Frost because that's what he plays, doesn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, I could tell you about Unholy. I'm not even an expert in Unholy DKs. That's just what I love, you know. But none of us, it, it, like you say, it would be for anybody to be a complete expert in everything in Warcraft would be phenomenal. Um, but Not you even definitely the guys who make the game, yeah, and everything, yeah. But you definitely have a a very broad range of knowledge, and it does come across in Faz. It's um, it makes it a very. I, I learn a hell of a lot from your show for sure, absolutely for sure. What would you say has been the hardest thing you've ever done across the multiple podcasts that you've been part of? Um, I think the hardest thing would be yet to come and i guess this is a bit of it like when with joss having uh stepped back like i've taken the reins of uh of faz and that's a big thing like this is like it there's no way to like replace joss she she's like she's been there since day uh, day one i couldn't replace garrett uh and that's it. I just, I like, it's a matter of just moving forward, knowing that again, we keep going on these cycles. Change sometimes <laughs> happens. You have to adapt. You can't find like a perfect Joss clone and be like, hey, Joss, uh, I need you to st step in this like little like tube here and we'll clone two of you. And now perfect. Um, <laughs> and just trying to keep, uh, keep it going. I have had all these, uh, great people that i've worked with that have uh, been able to fill in in the interim and um work work with me trying to find a different chemistry than that and making sure that that is put on uh, on display is a big thing and it's not like <clears throat> it's not like it's going to ever be uh perfect nothing is ever perfect um like I love ideals, but I also have to live with practicality. It's about like realizing that it is different, but no lesser. Um, and moving forward with uh, with that, because uh, yeah, it's a it's a big thing to to do fast for the last couple of weeks without Joss. I had to like learn all the things that she was doing in the background, <laughs> right? Um, and get that get that going and of course Josh makes it look so easy and when you listen to faz like it has a great production quality and uh it just it works out so well and that's that's a lot i i wouldn't i wouldn't be utterly lying if i 
was to tell you that I was not sweating about it weeks ahead of actually doing it. And uh, still sweat about it these days when I'm like going through and be like, okay, just make sure I don't mess this up. And am I going to put up an episode and it's going to be like utterly garbage one way or the other? <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, the biggest, the biggest issue is a combination of keeping it up to that level and my own imposter syndrome sometimes that like makes me think that I'd never be able to pull that off. So, yeah. It shows um, how much care you've put in on Faz though. Cause the, there's no, there's been no loss of quality. Absolutely not. It's uh, it still sounds very, very sweet and it has, you know, it's a very, this is a very, very tough job, but it has still, in my opinion, the best intro of all the podcasts. Because every oh, time it makes me go, like I'll be at a client's house and I'll be like really having to wind it back in so that I don't scream it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And uh, so if there's one podcast goal that you would still like to achieve, what would you say that is? Um... I would say that the biggest goal I have right now is that I would love to start up a podcast um, similar to a Torrent Think Tank. Um, there was so much that had happened around that, but like Torrent Think Tank has done a lot to help people. Um, and I don't think I could, again, you can never replace something, but you can like, you can do something that uh, does something similar. Uh, Rested XP um, was that for a time, unfortunately, uh, just because like um, conflicting schedules and like the, the fact that Sharku has to deal with things, it, it just, it has uh, ended at this point. And um I'd love I'd love to continue something along those lines. Maybe when Sharku has like uh, the time for it, or maybe put something together myself. Just because I think that that part of podcasting is something that gamers typically ignore as a stereotype. Um, the community is so important to me, and that is an aspect of community. Is like yeah when. Yeah, when our virtual worlds collide with our real worlds, like there, we still need to have discussions about that. So that's a that's a big goal, and that that may not be a goal that I hit uh, this year, but it is a goal that I'm constantly thinking about. I really enjoyed Rested XP. I thought it it was a lovely show. So, yeah, I've never listened to Torn Think Tank, but I might dig it, I might go and see if I can dig it out and have a listen. <laughs> And that, that's the end of the guest-specific questions. We have the community questions next. Have you have you braced yourself for these, Manny? Uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've glanced at these. Let's, <laughs> let's go through this. Bricko, do you want to alternate these or do you want to take them all? You can alternate them if you'd like. Okay. Do you want to start or well, should the first, I? You start. Yeah, I can start if that works. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, here we go. <laughs> at Kaz underscore catastrophe on Twitter. Says Manny, is it true that you have more alliance characters than Horde now? Yeah. Besides, sources say that you stated as much during a recent event. 
<laughs> I didn't state that I definitely had. I stated that there might be a chance. And do not take this to mean that I've been playing more Alliance than Horde. What has happened is that in light of the new expansion, Shadowlands, I decided to consolidate my characters. And I went and I, I was like, okay, these are the four characters that I want to take through to Shadowlands so I can have one in each covenant. And I decided that I would have one of each armor type. So I have like a cloth, leather, mail, and, and uh, a plate. And I was like figuring out which ones I wanted to do based on stuff. So like, oh man, Shadow Priest looks pretty cool. Let me do a priest. And even if Shadow Priest doesn't work, I have I have always loved discipline um, you know, priests. So I went with that. I um I already had the Demon Hunter that we talked about that was like my main alt. So that was going through. And of course, suddenly Shaman. So mail was always set. And then. <laughs> Yeah, there was the question of like, what plate wearer do I want to run through? And I ended up just going with a warrior. So I had those. What happened after I set those was that I looked at all these other alts that I had on different servers. And I was like, I'm really not playing these. I just want to sort of like clear these up. So I like either set it up so I could transfer the gold and delete the uh, delete the character or just gave away if it was like not a big enough gold to really be worth it just gave away the gold and like pared stuff down so I ended up with five horde characters uh the four that I'm taking to Shadowlands and my original shaman from like way uh, way back this is like my vanilla shaman um that was there and this was a lot of pare down because I have rolled over uh, a dozen different shamans alone, not including other characters. And predominantly, those are Horde. There was, like, of course, some BC uh, Draenei shaman when I was playing uh, shaman on the Alliance. Um, and I just I had pared them all down, just down to the five. And then after that, I had also rolled a Alliance DK, uh, Unholy. Unholy. Yes! Yes. yes! That yes. makes me very happy! <laughs> To go get the Tale of Two Sides. And yeah. that was a really fun experiment. I decided not to look up anything on how to play <laughs> this. And I had chat room uh, teach me how to play. So there was like this uh, like great kumbaya moment where somebody in chat room was like, Hey, hey Manny, apocalypse is a thing. And it's like, oh my goodness, this class works now. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um... So at that point, we're looking at like, you know, five to one alliance. Clearly, I am Horde-centric. Then uh, I wanted to test out the uh, time-walking time, time walking leveling, the, the entire Chromie time. And I decided to make a alliance shaman, but this time it was going to be a dwarf. Because, like, you know, dwar dwarves are actually my favorite alliance race. Sorry, EJ. Um, <laughs> and so I, like, leveled that up. And I uh, was working through on that. But I didn't get it all the way. I think I got it to, like, 35 before I kind of got busy with other things. Like, the um, the alpha had started up for Shadowlands, yeah. and I jumped into that. So that one kind of got lost. Then I created a starter tune because, like... Um, the ladies over at Girls Gone Wow were trying to do this entire pub crawl that was this week. 
I was hanging out with uh, with them, and we wanted to test like, can we? What it's what does it do? Does it create a starter account in the NA uh, and have their groups because they have a lot of people in the US and they have a lot of people in Europe. So to have their groups come together, they decided to go on NA, and uh, I ran a I ran through a shaman, so I created another shaman. <laughs> now three, right? Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just uh, create uh, create a character to play my uh, play myself, um, just over there, and I created yet another alliance tune. So when the day of it came, and I had forgotten about like the numbers, and they're like, oh, you're on alliance, ha 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 ha, and I'm sort of like, jeez, like I, I I don't have the exact count. I might actually have more alliance than horde now. That was the statement. It is not true. It has never been true. People were, categorically, like, all... you heard it here first, folks. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do have different alliance characters at different levels, and some of them that I want to like actually push through and get to the max level. But they're they're back burner stuff. I still have like all of those Shadowlands ones that I need to like actually get caught up sometime. Hopefully before nine point one, we'll see. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So the next Ooh. question comes from somebody who was in chat, but she had to dip out. And that's from the lovely Ali Andrus uh, from Dungeon Fables. And she asks, just how fancy can fancy villain Manny get? Seriously, though, I find his passion, intelligence and ability to articulate inspiring on a very consistent basis. What drives his passion for content creation? Okay, there was a question in there. And <laughs> <laughs> She wants to know what gives you the passion for the content creation. Um, I would say, again, it is a lot of community. It is uh, the people who, like, reach out. There's been a couple of times where, like, I just go, like, is this any good? Does anybody actually care care about this sort of stuff? Um, like, a lot, a lot of doubts. We all have so, those sort of doubts. Uh, and... When you hear from the community, that gives you that shot of energy. When people are are saying like, "Hey, yeah, no, I loved that last episode," or that was uh, that was an interesting conversation, that like puts wind in your sails, and that helps a lot because sometimes, like, you have your like your little motor going, and we're in like a content drought here, um, that can like really sap you, and so really the. Same thing that I've been saying all along. Community really, really helps. Even if you are unsure of your own stuff, listen to somebody else, uh, somebody else's stuff, and like they might say something that like, oh, that's awesome, and I want to talk about that. Or they may some say something utterly wrong, and you're like, oh my goodness, I've got to <laughs> refute that. Like, no way, I let that stand. And that that is really what helps a lot. I. Again, I am. I have my own show for Azeroth, but I am involved with so many different communities, and that's what really, really helps. So, in a way, Good Alex, answer. you are part of the uh, the what keeps me going. Ali's awesome. This question's from at Jared Cooster, who we all know very well as Jin from Morley Gray, and also Live Laugh Lore. Oh, yes, um, Ali from Live, Laugh, Law. Sorry, I thought Ali I didn't Live, Laugh, Law as well. How Perfect. naughty of me. <laughs> what change could Blizzard make to Shaman that would make you switch classes? 
This is the change that would get me to play one. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. Um, There's always a couple of changes that they could do. But I think the biggest thing that uh, Blizzard could do to make me want to play another class over Shaman is to not make changes to Shaman. Like, again, I really do appreciate the changes that happen. Like, oh... They're switching things up and people will be like, oh, no, Wrath was like the best iteration of like uh, Hunters or Wrath w- was like the worst inter- iteration of Paladins or blah, 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 blah. Or people will just chase after like the meme spec and that really if they make um, another class just have like so much that it can't be denied. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try it. Like I'll probably keep my Shaman there because it's just that's the sh- uh, I've now have one shaman that i've been playing for so long that like that's like basically become my representation in the game but if they were to like do an entire redux of of uh different classes and shamans was left out like oh my goodness here comes like uh warriors and they they have like uh a stomp and when they when they stomp it creates a crater and sends all of the enemies like towards (laughs) them like oh that that's very cool to look at and if they had like uh warlocks like empower their demons and their demons would like get gigasized and like uh have like a bunch of things like that would that would definitely entice me and, and play through and then they just left shaman around like then why am i gonna go back to shaman after being enticed to another thing so really you gotta just sort of leave shaman in the dust by a significant margin and then i might not come back <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> now, I think you need to prepare yourself for this next question. Okay. Shoe Boots, at the Shoe Boots, another podcast host, and somebody who you've been in a lot of competition with over the past few weeks. How much sleep have you lost from dreading how long Shoe Boots' mount streak will go on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at first, it was like, it was nothing. It was like, oh, two mounts in a row. Oh, three mounts in a row. I'm like, oh, good for you, Boots. Good for you. You're still way behind. And then it, <laughs> it, it kept growing. And it was like six days. And I'm like, huh. And then it was like <laughs> seven days. I'm like, okay, seven days. Seven days, I got to answer this. I can't do like seven mounts unanswered. So I, like, I, I went through and I did, uh, I, I did um, the Shatari Skyguard. And that got me like five mounts right there. And I'm just like, wait for it and then he did day eight and I'm like well i got a reply for you <laughs> <laughs> and so i lost about two hours sleep staying up doing that so they're, 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 they're on two yeah. hours we're somebody keep track <laughs> and then uh he he kept going and uh he kept going and then kept going and i was sort of like okay you know like i i I'm just going to like plot out these are the mounts that I can buy and get back in there. And I'm going to spend my time going after these rare mounts. And um, I haven't lost too much sleep after that, but creating, creating the spreadsheet may, may have eaten up some time. So we'll, we'll give, we'll give shoe boots the, the generous gift of, I have lost roughly four hours. <laughs> worrying about his too bad that's not too bad considering what was it was it a four 13 or 14 day streak in the end 14 day streak yeah Yeah. man that's impressive that is impressive congratulations shoe boots it was very good it 
it was very good fun to watch as well. And like the updates on Twitter every time, like, and see you two sparring off. It was great. Yeah. That's a lo- lovely little contest result to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much like life or death at this point because the way it goes is that at the next in-person place call, whoever has the mouse, uh, the sorry, the most mounts will receive a drink, uh, courtesy of the loser. And as we all know, they charge outrageous prices for a drink <laughs> at BlizzCon. It literally is daylight thievery, freaking murder on your wall. So this is, this may cost Shoe Boots his mortgage payment, leave him destitute on the road. <laughs> Did, does the loser get, to, does the winner get to specify what drink? So you could go for like a really expensive one as well. I think we'll, I think we'll be somewhat reasonable, but yeah, we're, we're probably not going to go for cheap stuff. <laughs> no, I do not want your house spirits, sir. <laughs> right. Pass me your vintage list. Yeah, yeah. That's 18-year-old on the top shelf, please. 18-year-old whiskey. I'm not implying anything else of 18-year-old, though. But just leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> that could be something completely different. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to the end of the interview. Thank you so much for joining us, Manny. How can people find you? And is there anyone that you would like to shout out? So uh, and everybody can find like, the show that I do for Azeroth and Faz Podcast over on Twitter. I'm also part of the uh, rotating hosts with Ro over at the uh, Rolling Restart. And um, that is the shows that I have right now. Stay tuned for more announcements. And then, um, yeah, this week, I, again, want to shout out Joss. Um, she has been carrying a lot. She had to step away from the show. Uh, it has been very apparent that uh, she is greatly missed. Um, but I'm very glad that she's concentrating and doing the things that she needs to do. Uh, and get that sorted out and i'm hoping for the best uh, for her uh in the future so like that's that's the big shout out and i guess sort of circling back if you need to follow me personally you can follow me on uh twitter and twitch that is true villain manny true without the e on both of those awesome and we would also send all of our best wishes and love to Joss because we know that, she, you know, she we want her to be well and happy and everything else. So big love to Joss from us as well. But that's the end of the interview, folks. We have, we didn't get any community hero mentions on the old Twitter this week, but I would like to mention somebody who does come up quite often in community heroes for very good reason. And that is Des Mephisto, who this weekend, I think it was, um, has raised over $15,000 for autism charities in his latest march through Azeroth. So let's have a, a round of applause on the old stream deck for, for Des, because that is just, he continues to be absolutely incredible um, and raising awareness and money and yeah a fantastic achievement so well done Des from all of us on the third faction and we have yes we have a shout out we've had an email uh, not an email a dm on twitter um from fiosh i'm going to spell that it's at f-e-o-s-c-h so i apologize if i've pronounced that wrong 
Uh, but Fiosh said, I just wanted to send you a message to say how much I love the show. Having listened to the latest one, I am reminded of people like myself who WOW have affected in a lot of ways. It's incredible. When I was going through a very dark moment in my life, it literally saved me. The ability to connect with people at any time of day meant that I was able to speak to my friend when I was at my lowest, and without it, I don't think I would be here today. I'm sorry if this is oversharing. I love this community, both WOW and WOW podcasts, as I am exposed to so many good people. Through all these shows, especially Girls Gone WOW, Realm Maintenance and Yourselves, I found a wealth of new shows and people to listen to. And I want to say, keep up the great work. You make me feel less alone and bring enjoyment to my otherwise rubbish work days. Thank you both. So, Fiosh, we are very glad that you decided to stay here. And we, for those of you who might be having some mental health questions or you um, need some support, we have a mental health page on the blog, on the website. I'll put all of the links in the show notes. We're not mental health professionals, um, but we do all fight our own battles. So we've got some resources on there for anybody else who might be looking for them. Um, and as I say, Fiosh, we are delighted that you decided to stick around because the world is a better place with you in it. Absolutely. Thank you, Fiosh. And that's it. We will be back. Thanks, Manny. <laughs> Thanks, Manny. It was nice Thank to talk Thank you for to joining you. us, Manny. Thank it's you been a real me. treat. It's been a long time coming, this one. It's felt like a long time. And it's <laughs> it's really nice to have have, have spoken to you because you're somebody that I admire a lot in the, in the podcast world. I am a big Fuzz fan. But we will be back, folks, in another two weeks with another interview, another round of Community Heroes and more from the world of Warcraft. Until then, you can find us on Twitter with the show on at 3RD Faction Show or me, I'm Demetinoth, on at Demetinoth, at which is D-E-M-E-T-E-R-N-O-T-H or the man Bricko on at Bricko Stud, which is B-R-I-C-C-O-S-T-U-D. You can catch us live when we record on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash The Third Faction Show. But please follow the Twitter account for our announcements as times do vary. Other links on where to find us, you can visit the website, which is at www.thethirdfaction.com. And you can email us on thethirdfactionshow at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the third faction show we will always be free but your support does help us cover the costs and it will enable us to bring you much more in the future if that is not for you the next best thing you can do is leave a review on your chosen podcast platform or at the very wonderful warcraftradio.com forward slash directory and if you don't want to leave a review and patreons are not for you then the next best thing you can do is tell your friends about us <laughs> Oh, uh, this is going to start something. <laughs> I have to do it that way every time now. <laughs> it's just all the do and review, and this is what you could do. I was like, oh, yeah, it might end up being a bit of a sing-song. But anyway, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, always be learning, and don't be a dick. Um.